All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. I am in the uh, tippity-toppity upper peninsula of Michigan. Uh, Got a show tonight. Excited for Jake. This is our 300th episode. Nice. We have been doing this however many weeks are in a year uh, added up to 300. What is that? Somewhere around five years, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Our, our podcast is still mighty, like uh, like the guys in the movie 300 who were taking on all the uh, a million Persians with just 300 of them dressed like male strippers for some reason. And there's only... We're like those guys. <laughs> only with uh, nowhere close to the body. Only... Uh, we, we tend That's to cover true. up more. We, we, we wear more clothes than they do because Actually, of our... No. The thing is, is we, we record remotely. You don't know this. I'm wearing even less than the guys in 300 right now. You know, because <laughs> there's, there's less of us than 300, so I'm wearing even less. Which brings us... Oh, I'm yawning. Oh, I'm yawning. Well, you being near naked brings us to our first topic, uh, covering our eyes. We... we Bird Box. It's the global phenomenon. Everyone is talking about it, uh, or at least they were last week. So we decided to uh, watch it respectively and and uh, and and see what the big deal is. Bird Box. Jake, you got thoughts? I got thoughts. You go first. I thought it was pretty good, man. Uh, I mean, there was certain parts of the movie that were unrealistic, but then again, it's a science fiction movie about a weird chemical that if you look at it, you're going to kill yourself or something. So that that alone is already unrealistic. So you sort of got to, uh, you know, what, what what is it? Uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? I, I haven't been awake long enough. You, you have to sort of expand your disbelief or whatever. And, and 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 you have to just sort of accept that this is not going to be a realistic movie. Um, but I, I thought it was really good, man. Sandra Bullock, though, is looking amazing. Dude, she looked so good that it actually made me feel bad about myself, man. Like, she looked exactly like she did in Speed when I was, like, nine. And now I look like I could be her uncle. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> She's like Paul Rudd. She just doesn't age. Um yeah. I so you said chemical when you look at I never got that they actually explained what it was. There was a sentence well, where they yeah, said they it they could really be North Korean it. chemical uh, weapon, something like that. I, here's here's the deal. They I, had a news clip of Trump in the background blaming Nancy Pelosi for the thing, but I, uh, didn't say what sense. the thing was. He said Mexico should pay to fix the thing. Yeah, I here, here's the deal. I thought it was fine. I watched it. At no point did I ever say this is dumb. I want to turn it off. I watched it start to finish with, with the with the attitude of, eh, you know, this is watchable. But it's one of those things. Like when we did our top ten movies of the year uh, the other week, I said sure. if I like something, all I can do is gush. I just go, oh, I really like that movie. But if I don't like something, I can pick a million reasons why I didn't. I liked this, but I can pick it apart because I also I I don't. I don't understand how it's such a phenomenon, how such amazing uh, mediocrity becomes the thing. There are so many better things out there to watch. I mean, it, let me just start picking it apart. I Most of the characters were just dumb tropes, stereotypes, like in the opening scene when they're, when they, not the opening scene, but when, when they, they first come together in the house, you have the, the hot trainee wannabe police uh, academy cadet, and then you've got the guy that's covered in tats who's taking drugs, and she's like, are those drugs? 
And then for no reason they hook up because, you know, ooh, bad guy, good girl. And then for no reason they disappear. Like, they just steal a car. And, and the, I'm just thinking, why the fuck were these two characters in the movie at all? They, they Yeah, they, without Sandra Bullock, it, it really would have been a shitty movie. Like, she made that movie. Well, I mean, it just and then John Malkovich, just a cheap stereotype. Uh, there are the the assholes and then people who get killed. And I'm the grumpy asshole. I, you know, third marriage and everyone hates me. I'm the curmudgeon. Ah, uh, but yeah, I've got but a heart of gold at the end. Man. Yeah, I know. But I have to like everything that that man does. Well, he does it well, but it's still just a cheap character that didn't need to be yeah. there. And then B D Wong. I, I we his character felt okay. We needed someone to own the house, great, and we have to make him gay because we have to be diverse. Fine, but it just it seemed unnecessary. And then how he died pissed me off. Oh, this thing can affect you if you just see it through a camera now. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that him dying, seeing it through the camera. Oh, also, listener, spoiler alert. By the way, we we will we will dissect this whole goddamn movie. Um, fast forward to about ten minutes into the podcast. Uh, it's it's been uh, it's I don't feel guilty giving away spoilers in a film that's been out several weeks and already talked about. If you haven't seen it by now, then then it's your own fault. Like if we were doing this the day it was released, yeah, then we're dicks. We're doing it several weeks out. That's a good point, but it's it's maybe been what two? I, you know, people ain't always rushing to watch horror movies on Netflix. I I, I get it. Maybe some of the listeners ain't heard it. All right, uh, listeners. Timo wants you to sit here and have this movie ruined for you. However, I I am saying, listeners, if you have not seen Bird Box, still worth seeing. So fast forward to about 10 minutes into the podcast. Uh, my whole point is they, they could have done away with most of the characters. The the grocery store Well, they clerk did, that, if I remember right. Well, that's true. I mean, just <laughs> they they never even need to bring them in. The, the grocery store clerk that uh, gives all the exposition and talks about end of time, his sacrifice was absurd and completely out of the blue where he they're in the grocery store and that's when they discover that some people can see the thing and survive uh but i guess they needed that exhibition like he was from a mental ward man he just ain't right yeah but that's that's just that's a horror movie man that's you know that's that's just sort of what they do you gotta here's the thing characters in horror movies can't be that crucial to the plot because you got to kill about three quarters of them off. That, that's why they have to do that, you know? If the movie doesn't work without this person, then I can't really have them in there with the exception of like one or two people because most of them are going to fucking die. It can't be a horror movie where they're like, oh my God, us eight total strangers are kind of stranded at this summer camp and some, some kid's pissed off mother is going around killing all the people for getting drunk and having sex. That's what we're doing, by God. It's, uh, it's a good thing she didn't catch any of us this entire movie, though. You know what I'm saying? We all got lucky every time. We outran the bitch. Like, it, you, can't, you can't do that. Good point. Good point. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, so I'm not upset about them getting killed off. That's fine. I just wish they had had a reason to be there in the first place. Okay, so, so then take back my comment uh, about Malkovich being a cheap stereotype because he served a purpose. Uh, the, the guy, the, the grocery store clerk, uh, served a purpose then uh, to die because he was exposition. It still doesn't explain why the fuck they had the, the, the uh, cadet and the druggie, who all they did was fuck and then take off without any rhyme or reason like they did not need to be in the film it was just a waste of of space and everything yeah that's true and you didn't even see him get killed um but either way i felt like it worked it okay so 
I, I, I think I figured out a way where we can have all the characters make sense. And, you know, this is why they're... We do a reboot of the show The Office, but it's during the apocalypse. You know what I'm saying? It's it's all the characters from The Office. And, and you know, just they're, they're at work and the zombies take over. And they've boarded themselves inside Dunder Mifflin or whatever. And and now they're they're just getting killed off one by one. That would be that would be a great reboot that Netflix should do. I don't see why not. But here's the thing: as I said, it, it, I didn't hate the film. I'm complaining about it, but I found it immensely watchable. I'll just sure. never watch it again. Once I finished it, I never I, I would never say, "Dude, you got to see this movie." And I, I it's well, but not- is it is it not true with most like horror or thrillers or you, you know? Stuff where you don't know what's going on, and they slowly tell you what's going on, even though for the most part they didn't. But it, and that's you the know, other thing I hated about this. I want at least one sentence of explanation yeah. where it's, yeah, it was a chemical attack by North Korea, or who knows, or was something that got out of control. But the fact that this just... Now, did you see The Happening, the film this is compared to? Oh, The Happening. Uh, was that the one where they couldn't hear? No, that's A, uh, a Quiet Place where they couldn't speak. I saw speak. A Quiet Place, yeah. Oh, and see, I don't think I saw the happening. The happening was M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, and it's the sure. exact same movie. Now, the the book Bird Box came out before the movie The Happening, and the movie The Happening is Bird Box only without the blindness. It's there's a gust of wind, and nature is trying to save the earth by having humans commit suicide. So they don't see something; they just a gust of wind happens, and there's something in the pollen that the earth is saving itself. It's yeah so bad that it's funny it is a horrible horrible movie the thing is how does the guy from bird box not sue m night Shyamalan? because it's the same goddamn movie only bird box has blindfolds i i i Shyamalan completely ripped him off he said "Ooh, nature's protecting himself that's the movie i'm gonna make the other thing that you mentioned a quiet place that's what frustrates me about hollywood in general is yeah. that I'm not a big horror movie guy, basically because of what you just said. And the same reason I don't like most comic book movies is it, it's just repetitive, overplayed plots and premises and shit. But I thought I thought A Quiet Place was good. I, I, I thought this was good. It was it definitely, you know, am I saying it deserved a fucking Oscar? No, but it was it was better than about 98 percent of horror movies out there. Uh, that's, I, I don't watch horror movies a lot, so I, I'll have to take your word on that. But I also, not seeing them, would probably just instinctively agree with you saying that most of the commercials I see make me go, yeah, I wouldn't have any interest in this piece of shit. But at least Bird Box did look compelling on paper. But that's the other thing I hate about Hollywood. A Quiet Place uh, comes out and does huge business, and... Bird Box, as I said, was a book, but it took A Quiet Place to succeed for Hollywood to go, okay, uh, they can't make noise, let's do one with blindfolds, what do we got? Like, that's how shitty Hollywood is, is they just find, you know, the kissing cousin to it. And I thought that was silly. It's not Bird Box's fault, uh, it's just, that's how Hollywood works, and I just think it's silly and stupid that Hollywood needs to see something work before it will do something. Like, A Quiet Place does something original, and then another studio says, how can we do what they did and cash in on it? And that's not Sandra Bullock's fault. The book was out there, but it, it, it's just funny that that's how Hollywood operates. Well, it is, but this is, also, this is also Netflix, man. They're doing all kinds of shit. Like, uh, I, I just watched Bandwitch, man. Uh, I think it was called Bandwitch, but it was, it was the new Black Mirror one. Have you seen that? I haven't seen any Black Mirror. I've heard it's fantastic and that I have to watch it, but didn't, oh, didn't this great. one, isn't this one like a choose-your-own-ending book? 
Yeah, yeah, which which honestly was a little bit weird. I, I thought it was it was kind of fun. Um, it, it definitely gets slow at times. I, I got tired of watching the guy light the same cigarette about 20 fucking times as I did this throughout the thing. But uh, it, get, it just gets repetitive. But it's it's definitely out there. They made a fucking interactive movie that I'm, I'm controlling what the guy does with the remote control. Like, that's... That that's pretty far outside of the box, you know, and 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 Netflix still did that. So I mean, they're they're doing all kinds of shit, man. They're not just yeah. doing. They're not just taking Hollywood's leftovers and kind of redoing what they do. Now I'm, well, I'm it, they kind of did with this. I'll 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 give you that. But that's that's not Netflix is doing everything and every, anything. Like, did this work? Okay, cool. We'll do like a similar theme. Okay, it, but over here we're gonna go completely batshit crazy with this uh, uh, Black Mirror movie. No, I agree with you that Netflix is uh, at least artistic and experimental and willing to try many things that traditional Hollywood doesn't. My comment was just as a whole, that is how Hollywood yeah. operates, which is find something that works and then you have Deep Impact and uh, the other ast- Armageddon, two asteroid movies. You have right, uh, right. all the body switching yeah. movies and yeah, that's that's the... Exactly, the doomsday shit. But I, the thing that got me toward the end of uh, Bird Box, listeners, I'm still spoiling some of Bird Box if you've just tuned back in because I think it's about 10 minutes. But uh, I, it, at, at, toward the end... Where they get a hold of her and they're like, listen, there's a way to get to us. What you have to do, go white, go whitewater rafting blindfolded with two kids. It's like, what? Uh, how about no? How about let's just walk next to the river because I can what? Here where there's a giant, like, y- you know, whitewater rafting river to my left. If I if I just stay with the liver, the river to my left, that means I'm going south or whatever. You know, like that's that's just insane. You tell her when it sounds like you're about to die, paddle over to the side and get out and fucking walk. Or as they already showed by going to the, you're absolutely right. I agree with you 100%. Or as they showed when they got went to the grocery store, uh, find another car that has GPS. I I'm sure that that uh, that uh, that that um, well we'll just say it. The sanctuary um, has. An address, you know, that you could plug into GPS and then slowly inch forward like they did to get to the grocery store. And that's one other thing, by the way. I looked up the book on Wikipedia. I haven't read it. I will say I did like the uh, logical conclusion of the movie where it was a school of the blind in the book. Uh, they 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 find the sanctuary and it's normal citizens and some of them are intentionally blinding themselves to survive. And so I thought that uh, a school of the blind was a little more on the nose. It was like, oh yeah. well, yeah, that makes sense. It looks they revealed it like it was a big twist. Sure. But the instant you figured it out, you're like, oh well, that that's that's just the perfect ending. Of course, it is a school with mo- you know. I liked that. Right. Yeah. No. It was it was a good. I, I, th- I thought overall it was a pretty good movie. It's just that, you know, there, there are certain parts it's, it's totally unrealistic, you know. And, and, of course, they do have horror movies that are just thrown in there to basically get killed or whatever. I mean, because that's, that's what they do in, in horror movies, let's be honest. Yeah. And, as you said, Bullock, goddamn good actress. She carries yeah. the entire film. She, she's fantastic to watch. You can, there's a reason she's had a career for as long as she's had a career. It's because she's good at what she does. She's awesome, man, and she's she's aged backwards. She eats her Wheaties out of the uh, out of the Holy Grail or something, man. Yeah, yeah, Milwaukee. 
All right, let's talk other things. Uh, I suppose we do once again have to talk about the shutdown and the wall because it's still in the news. Um, I sent you a news story. There is a silver lining to the government shutdown. There is a small silver lining. Uh, I actually know a couple of people that are affected by it. They're, they're without a job right now. They're furloughed. They're without paycheck. However, the, 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 the single shining uh, bright spot in this shutdown that I did not realize was happening is... Uh, people are quitting the TSA because they have to work, but they aren't getting paid. They are considered essential employees, so they have to go to work, but they aren't getting paid. So people are quitting, which means fewer TSA agents, which means a better time at the airport. Now, the story tried to spin it as saying airports are going to be less safe because of this. I disagree. I say better time at the airport. Fewer TSA agents means easier time getting on the plane. Just fucking do away with them. Get me on my goddamn plane. Yeah, I, I see that, but I, I also, I'm worried it might go the other way, where they're like, listen, there's supposed to be 10 people at the station. Oh, now it absolutely will. Now there's two, so uh, there's longer this lines. This line yeah. is going to move a fifth of, as, as, as fast as it normally does. Yeah, that's probably the unfortunate truth. I just have this fantasy of them being exposed as uh, inessential. Like, right now, it's, they're being called essential employees. Like, meh, maybe not. They're definitely, um, they're definitely essential curious. I'll, I'll give them that, man. You know, they're, 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 keeping, they're keeping the bombs off of planes. No, they're doing exactly what they should be doing. Uh, you don't want to pay me because of some fucking campaign promise that you made because you, you worked out your entire domestic policy um, at, at rallies just sort of playing on you know, uh, catchphrases like a comic working out dick jokes at an open mic. Like, that's that's why the fuck I'm not getting paid, then I'm not showing up. Kiss my dick. Yeah, no, they're, they're on the right. Um, now, did you... I didn't watch it on Tuesday night. I watched the rebroadcasts, the, 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 the clips. Did you check out the president and the Democrats' response on Tuesday? I I just I just watched clips and and just kind of read summaries and stuff. Yeah, I I didn't I I knew what he was going to say. You know what I mean? Like this is the Democrats' fault. Uh, give me my wall. We need to keep America safe. This is a state of emergency. Which um, I don't know if it's a state of emergency for the country, but it is certainly a state of emergency for him. He made a lot of fucking promises for that wall, and he kind of has to get that fucking wall to get reelected, or at least be seen going down swinging and then blaming the Democrats for not making it happen. That is true. And that's that's why I uh, was more upset by the Democrats uh, on Tuesday than Trump, because Trump, you knew what he was going to say, and the Democrats, you kind of knew what they were going to say, and the Democrats said it, and I'm like, you just, they, they wasted a huge opportunity. Uh, Schumer and Pelosi just looked like out-of-touch, stilted, stiff idiots. What they should have done is not put uh, uh, Alexio Cortez, whatever her name is, um, don't put her on camera because she's too much of a lightning rod that will be polarizing, but find someone that can actually speak and be somewhat dynamic, and they could have given a great response that ended everything. I was actually listening to Trump, and that what they, the problem with the Democrats is they went in with talking points. They should not have done that. What they should have done is watched Trump and had someone on a teleprompter writing a real-time response so that when the Democrats took, they were responding one-to-one with tr- what, what right, Trump said. Yeah, yeah. And that Because as I'm listening to Trump, I'm saying, oh, my God, Pelosi and Schumer, you two fucking suck with your, your low-energy 
the president has spoken many mistruths just now. All they had to do is find someone to stand in front of that camera and go, we agree with President Trump 100%. Border security is important. We have passed these bills to reopen the government. We want to fund border security with new technology, points of entry, this and this. He wants $5 billion of your money to build a wall that he said Mexico was going to pay for. We will provide funding for everything Except that wall. As soon as he says, we are not building that wall, we have the money for drones, we have the technology for more agents, we have the, te- we have the money for uh, a port of entry upgrades, we are not giving $5 billion of taxpayer money for a physical wall. That's all the Democrats had to say, is make it clear, we agree with Trump, border security yeah. is important, we will pay for everything, except, and they didn't. And it was like, you fucking dummies you dropped the ball you you could have taken over the argument right there and instead they went with bullshit talking points and that's why we're still dragging it on they could have completely won public support by going firm and saying border security yes drones yes everything yes money's there reopen the government just not going to build a physical structure like you want well right i mean that that border was not the border as far as where it was created, it wasn't created like the Great Wall of China was created. The Great Wall of China was was put on a spot like in the middle of China's territory where they were like, we're going to build this wall in a place based on where it is most convenient to build a wall. You know, um, the border of Mexico was created because of, well, a war with Mexico a long time ago where we were pushing in, taking more territory, they were pushing back, and we finally just sort of fucking like, all right, goddammit, we wanted to take the whole thing, but uh, all right, I guess we'll shake hands on, uh, sure, this this river and uh, this, this, you know, this, this areas that, that isn't necessarily made for a wall. There's like, there's like, it's, it's in the middle of people's farms and shit, man. They're having to like um, basically force farmers to give over their land with imminent domain and they don't they don't want it. they're like fuck you i don't want a giant wall going through the middle of my farm that will ruin me kiss my dick and and so like american farmers are upset about this shit because they they don't want the wall they have they if it was that big of a fucking concern these american farmers who live on the border should be more worried than anyone about getting their heads cut off by ms13 but they're like Fuck you! I don't want this thing going through my crops. That, that that's how you know this isn't a quote unquote state of a emergency for the country when the farmers that live on the border do not want to give up any of their land for this wall that's supposed to keep us safe. But the guys right next to it don't give a fuck. Well, it's not just that. It's not just the farmers. It's almost every uh, news story or interview I've seen, and I think you and I have talked about this, where they actually go to portions of the wall or, or towns that have walls, the citizens all look at it and say, it's stupid. It doesn't do anything. Right. And I think as you and I talked about, there was one guy who actually had the quote that said, oh, they talk about that on the news just to make some guy in Iowa feel safe. And it was like, <laughs> right. yeah. and it was like so ironic because that's exactly what, you know, being in Iowa at the time, it was like, yeah, that, that that is what it does. It, and I, I believe that you and I talked about this. I, I remember it because I was actually traveling to Duluth, Minnesota, as far away from Mexico in America that you can get, not including Alaska, Hawaii. But anyway, and and they said that 
Mexican immigration was the issue in the midterm election that people were voting on, that the Trump scare of, like, really? In Duluth, Minnesota, you're worried about illegals making it all the way across America and taking your jobs. And it, it, that it was, it, fear works. I don't understand it, but fear works. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm not saying that there should be no... Um there should be no thought given into, hey, how should we secure our borders? Because that, that's where the left kind of falls into a trap is where they, they go, uh, you, you know, Trump has kind of really polarized it since his campaign. And is there a lot of racist rhetoric on that side? There absolutely is. But a lot of people on the left decide they're going to go further left and suggest that if, if you have if you want a secure border in any way, shape or form, that it's it's only because of racism, you know what I mean? And that like, no, we we don't need a secure border, and it's fine. And it's like, no, that look, it, you don't want to demonize the families coming across, but the concern is if, the, if if families can just wander across, so can cartel members, so can whoever the fuck, you know what I mean? And uh, if I go to Canada, they're not racist against me, but they're going to want to see some ID, and they may or may not even let me in because I had an OWI like a decade ago. I mean, that was like ten years ago, so I think they still would, but. Still, I know people that didn't get let, and that is the progressive North with Justin Trudeau. And but you know, they're like, "Fuck you! Um, we just did a background check, and, and you came back for drinking a drive." They, they don't just let you wander across an open fucking border, man. No, and and that's that's why I said the Democrats dropped the ball. Like you said, they they take a progressive, they go the other way, and they go on the attack. And all they had to say was, "We are for border security. We are going to." That's why I say the Democrats dropped the ball, and. Uh, Right, right, because the, the, here's where the right fucks up with this issue is they they now, it goes beyond security and they're just demonizing people coming here looking for a better life. The left fucks up because they demonize the idea of, of a secure border in the first place. You know what I'm saying? And they just try to act like, what? No, there's nobody trying to come here other than just hardworking families and, and people that want a better life. It's like, no, 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 there's... There's shady individuals crossing that border to do bad things. Like, you, you know, it's just you, you got you got to make the resources available for people to do it legally. You know, um, and and that's neither side is really hitting on that too much. Or hey, why don't we um, instead of instead of having these points where people can just come through and and live here and work here illegally, why not? send so many fucking people down there to process these people that it would be foolish of them to come here and live like a second-class citizen doing roofing in the middle of the summer for like $4 an hour when, when they could come and get processed and, and stuff like that and start 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 immigrating here legally. You know what I'm saying? But it, like you have to make it, if you want to stop illegal immigration, you have to a, go after the people that are hiring illegal immigrants. That's another thing they don't really talk about too much either side. Because I think both sides kind of like having cheap labor for their companies and shit, which is kind of disturbing. Um, but you, you also have to... So A, go after the people who are hiring illegal immigrants. Not just the guy looking for fucking work. He's not the one getting over on the system. The guy who's getting $4 a fucking hour. He's not, he's not making out like a bandit because of this. He's not... Trust me, he would he would like to have a minimum wage, you know. But you, you have to go after people hiring. You have to make it harder to cross in illegally, and you have to make it. And this is, I would say, the most important part: make it easier to immigrate here legally. Well, yeah, I can see that. That's like we've talked about in the past. 
Uh, and, and Trump actually said this on Tuesday, so kudos to him. He said money for judges and processing agents and upgrading facilities, because that the, when, you, when you talk right. about the crisis, um, every, every study shows that uh, drugs come across the border in trucks that don't get checked, so a border wall is not going to help that. And the crisis sure. that's happening right now is, as we've talked about, as, as we've researched, um, for the past 20 yeah. years or for however many years, it's been single dudes coming across the border uh, to get jobs, and occasionally they get caught and they get processed, whatever. Well, now it's families, and the, 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 the buildings, the structures, and the agents we have there don't have the ability to process 10 families. They were used to processing two single dudes. And so, yeah, the, the crisis is not all the drugs. That's bad. That's happening. And it's wrong. And it should be combated. But a wall is not going to stop that. And a wall is not going to stop families from coming to ports of entry and saying, we need a better life. So the wall is just, it's, it's minimal. There are, there are so many other ways across and other yeah. problems. All right, let's switch gears. We've talked about this every week. I still say, I still stand by he needs to pardon El Chapo if he agrees to build a wall, man. That's the only way he's getting it built and having Mexico build it. <laughs> and then he can go back to work uh, selling drugs, making money, getting paid. Yep. All right, uh, Jake, we haven't talked about this in forever. And I don't know why, because for a long time, it was our favorite, favorite topic. Sex robots are back in the news, Jake. I always love it when sex nice. robots are back in the news. I'm just going to read this article because I think the article is so well-written and and funny that I'm just going to read the article and then we'll talk about it. The article is, Male sex robots are coming with unstoppable penises later this year. Up until now, it looked like women would be missing out on the exciting opportunity to make love to the cold, lifeless body of machines, but don't despair, ladies. Real Doll, maker of those alarming plastic sex bots for men, is making one for women, too. And he's quite a hunk. Coming with an unstoppable penis sounds like a rapey robot. I think they got to change their marketing campaign. <laughs> well, that's, that's why I'm reading the article, because the guy just nails it all. He's like, he's quite a hunk, as well as with a, has a bionic penis. The, uh, that will never never tire. Just look at those lifeless blue eyes. <laughs> just just the yeah. little sideways stabs, like lifeless blue eyes. And uh, you know, if women are interested in getting satisfaction from a vibrator, imagine how the same women will feel having a robot they can put their arms around. Uh, I don't know, kind of creepy. I mean, they 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 are fucking cut. They look like. Adonis's, they like the movie we were talking about earlier, 300. They're giving these guys 12 packs and perfect abs. Sure. But uh, I, I, I'm curious because guys are pigs. Guys will fuck anything. Um, I'm not sure. Like if women have a vibrator, I'm not sure they want something to wrap their arms around. I think the the vibrator, the fantasy is enough. Like they close their eyes and fantasize and and get off. They don't need this weird fucking plastic i i don't think this is going to be as good a seller as 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 guys because guys are pigs no i think uh i i think some women will go for it but they will quickly tell their friends not to because they're gonna they're they're gonna love it for about two weeks but then they're gonna realize that uh this doll, while they're not fucking it, it's just some guy living in their apartment who's not paying rent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he doesn't have a job. This, this, this. It, it, uh, unless he comes with a job, I don't think women are going to be into him as much. Not, not, not long term anyway. That's that's what I found with my own, with my own personal sex life. 
Well, here, here's what I found interesting is I do not remember um, th- there's a, a function, not a function, there's a, a customer preference here for the male sex doll, for the front woman. Uh, I don't remember reading when we talked about female sex dolls for men, which we did at length and many times, but it says right here, users will be able to choose any penis size that suits them. So women get to choose what, how big they want the penis on the sex doll. I do not remember ever reading a female sex doll where we, men were given the option of the uh, canal size. Like, ooh, do you want a tight fit for really, you know, or do you want it, you know, floppy and loose? Do you really want to get up in there? I don't know. I've never read that men got that option when, when designing a, a vagina and a canal. Well, here's here's my guess. Uh, I think they all went with the tight one. I, I think in the test group they were like, uh, "Yeah, I want the I want the tight one." Now, are you sure we have like a really loose one, lady that just gave birth? You know what I mean? Older older lady at the truck stop who kind of gets around a lot. We have one. We 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 have that setting if you want. Like, no, I don't know. That makes sense. Well, female listeners, um, buy a sex doll and report back to us. Yeah, let us know how it goes. All right. Do you want to do anything else? We, I, I sent you one more story. I'm just not sure where to go with it. I sent it because I like the headline, but when I looked at it, I'm like, eh, I'll just mention it if you got anything to say. Jenna Jameson is leaving Twitter because she's attacked. She she is being uh, attacked because of her faith. She's She apparently converted to Judaism, and I don't know. You can't really say, I feel attacked. You're being anti-Semitic when, when you've been Jewish for like a day. Isn't that an old Seinfeld episode where the dentist becomes Jewish so he can tell the Jewish joke? I think it is. Yeah, but it's like, here she is saying, my sobriety and my faith are important to me. I am a, a Jewish person, and, you know, these anti... You've been Jewish for a day. You are, you are not burdened by these centuries. It's 2019. She's trans-spiritual, and I respect her decision. <laughs> that's how she identifies. She identifies as a Jewish lady. Well, that solves it. We must respect... I'm not saying she deserves to be called an anti-Semitic. Slur. I'm just saying that uh, I think that traditionally Jewish people have put yeah, up with a lot, a bit more. and yeah. uh, you don't get to just uh, that blonde hair, blue eyed lady. Uh, it's not the same as somebody who who gets called uh, you know anti-Semitic slurs whose whose grandparents, great grandparents were in Auschwitz. She may have had family members in Auschwitz, but they were in the fucking towers. All right, it doesn't hurt <laughs> as bad when you get right. anti-Semitic slurs when your family were the ones who fucking did that shit. And and this this is neither here nor there. And I feel bad for saying it. Um, because she's right. She does not deserve to be attacked for her opinions. Um, I say that. She does not deserve to be attacked. So she, she said something supporting President Trump, I think, is what started it all. And so people brought up her porn star fa- past. I, 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 you, she does not deserve to be attacked for her opinions. That said, if you were a porn star and there is hours and hours of you doing lots of porn, you have to know that when you express an unpopular opinion, someone's going to go there. It's going to happen. I'm not saying it's right, but the easiest go-to response attack online will not be thoughtful discussion. It will be, hey, I watched you get cum on your face. You know? (laughs) Yeah, but then my response, if I was heard of those people, would be like, yeah, but you're a loser who's like hate-following porn stars on Twitter because you live in your mom's basement and so now you're you're mad at the at the women you're watching getting fucked up on your lap or get, getting fucked on your laptop. Like you're 
you're you're a huge loser. You know what I mean? Like like who's doing that? Who is who is who's following a porn star on Twitter just to say angry things to her? You know what I'm saying? Like that is that is the saddest, most incel kind of motherfucker there is. And I agree with you, and that's great. That should have been her response. That's why I'm saying that 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 you you just made my point because I was saying uh, she does not deserve to be attacked for her past or who she is, uh, but that she should realize it's coming. Like if she says something unpopular, that is going to be the place stupid people go. Is they're going to attack her for her career, and so you she should have had your comeback at the ready because knowing that it was coming instead of saying, well now I'm leaving Twitter because you hurt my feelings. Eh, well, she's, hit she's great with cum, bad with gum with comebacks. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 not they, they don't practice the the comeback part in in porn. In porn, just just the coming, man. That's it. Just the coming. All right. Well, I was. It is. I do think it's kind of fucking funny that somebody like God damn it, I've jacked off to your videos for years, but I just cannot continue coming to a lady who's secretly controlling the banks. Good day, madam. <laughs> I cannot do it. <laughs> I can, anti-Semitic fucking porn fan. This is crazy. I cannot get uh, an erection if you support Donald Trump. That's that's the new. Um, that's their their method. I will not jack off to your videos anymore until Israel pulls out of the West Bank. <laughs> like this is crazy. Who's doing it? Uh, good stuff. Well, happy 300th episode to you, my friend. Absolutely. Happy 300. Um, listeners, uh, oh, I, I, for a while I was up front. I need to get back to that, saying that uh, Jake Vever, a comedian in New York, Nathan Timmel, I, I forgot to introduce us. I just, I automatically assume that people know who we are, but uh, oh, no if worries. it's the first time they've listened. So if, if you've been with us for 300 episodes, thank you for, for being with us. If you've been with us for however many episodes you've been with us, Thank you for listening. Thanks for telling your friends to listen. Say nice things about us online. Review us. And uh, we hope to be here for 300 more episodes for you for your amusement. Thanks for listening. Later. <laughs>